Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of Dads and Dice. Dads and Dice, you show up for the dice, but you stay for the dad jokes. My name is Ryan Stewart, I'm your humble DM for the evening, and I am followed by some of the finest D&D players this side of the Mississippi. Let's just run down the list and uh, get you guys familiar with them real quick. We've got Dustin, who plays our ranger, Fior, who also happens to be a bugbear. He's struggling with a little bit of buyer's remorse here lately. Justin, uh, who plays Lennox, uh, our half-elf rogue, who just seems to keep looking for love in all the wrong places. Uh, Greg, uh, who, who, uh, who is piloting our elven wizard, who has a really cool, awesome, dark past. And it'd be really cool if he could remember it, too. Uh, Kristen, who plays Freya, uh, an acolyte of Tamora with as many broken bones as punches landed. And then finally, Brandon, who plays Inenerith, or Nini for short, uh, our sorcerer. Uh, oh, goodness, what's the race, Brandon? It's a tiefling. Thank you. Thank you. Tiefling, yes. Uh, and she is as dangerous as she is red. <laughs> That's, that's about the best I can do with that one. <laughs> that's it. Yep. Uh, just a couple of really quick announcements for you guys before we dive right in uh, to what's sure to be an interesting episode this week. Uh, for those of you who have not checked out our store, uh, on our store we have released a full suite of t-shirt designs uh, with these really awesome uh, designs. Oh, yep, yep. Our Dads and Dice t-shirts modeled by Kristen there. Uh, and each one of these shirts, uh, you can choose an emblem to, to place on them representing your favorite subclass. I mean, how, how, how cool is that? I, I, you know, I, I, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, also, for those of you who may be interested in further supporting the stream, helping us you know, with new equipment and stuff like that, uh, we do have a coffee uh, if, if you, if you want to swing by. And just, you know, so support the stream in that way. Should you choose to, feel free to check that out. Thank you to all of our new Instagram and Twitch followers who have been following in the last week. Thank you for your patience as we took a week off. We are so excited to have you here. All of the links for everything that I've mentioned is in our Instagram bio. Feel free to check that out at Dads in Dice on Instagram. Can't miss us. Uh, and without further ado, now let's go ahead and get started with last session's recap our characters uh reunited once under the banner of just carrying some simple supplies from neverwinter to fandolin and uh, what they originally understood was just a simple mining expedition unraveled very quickly uh whenever their employer was captured and upon realizing his capture our party also realized that unearthed a plot to rediscover and unearth Wave Echo Cave and the spell forge hidden within. Uh, our party was determined to protect the spell forge from the Black Spider, the nefarious uh, evildoer who wanted to claim the power of the spell forge for his own. Upon uh, through through a whole bunch of hoops that their uh, equally nefarious DM set up for them, uh, they uh, they 
saved Wave Echo Cave from the clutches of the Black Spider, opening up an abundance of wealth, potential for wealth and prosperity for this once economically crushed region of the Forgotten Realms. Uh, once, once the liberation of Wave Echo Cave was complete, our party uh, struck out north uh, to, to Wyvern Tor and Coneyberry to clean up a couple of uh, side quests issued by some of the denizens of Phandalin. Um, one of them involving uh, basically just you know taking care of a band of, of orcs of the Many Arrows tribe uh, who had been disrupting mining operations in Phandalin. Last week, they made their way to Ponyberry, further north from Wyvern Tor, uh, to see about a spellbook uh, that had long since been lost. But Sister Gariel, uh, a priestess of the goddess Tamora, uh, sent our party looking for it. Uh, upon arriving to Ponyberry, they saw a, a bubble of spell plague leaving. Uh, leaving the entire town of Coneyberry in this odd stasis, uh, somewhere between life and death. Uh, imagery from a horrible beast entering into this town, uh, playing over and over on a loop. Uh, our party, however, arose victorious uh, in defeating a mysterious uh, abyssal creature who had been pulled into this realm uh, from the blight of the Spell Plague some 50 years ago. Uh, upon defeating this beast, uh, our party, uh, Freya to be specific, found the resting place of the Banshee's child. Uh, the child had been used in some sort of ritual to bind the creature uh, to this, to the area of Coneyberry, it was not allowed to leave, um, and so upon defeating the creature, the child's resting place was brought to the Banshee, and it uh, turned out to be her child, uh, likely the soul that had her bound here and would not allow her to pass on into the next life. After a touching uh, reuniting in the soul of the Banshee and her long-lost child, she waved in the direction of the spellbook and uh, disappeared uh, as child's laughter was heard in the, in the wooded glen. And so that is where we left off. Our party uh, has just come off of a pretty fresh battle. Some of them may be pretty beaten up, bruised, battered, uh, but I'm sure their heart's full from what they just experienced. It was a pretty emotional time, so I'm going to open the floor to you guys. I know that uh, me, uh, Linux and Fior, we were over, like we had left and made our way to the cart, so mm -hmm. um, that, Linux should be helping him kind of get them ready for departure while we wait for everyone else to arrive. Mm -hmm. Okay. Alright. Um, Ninny, you, I recall you having had a pretty emotional response to what you saw at Coneyberry. What would Ninny be doing right now? Uh, Ninny basically is, uh, she fell down to her knees, was just crying at the end of all of this, and 
she would basically just spend a few minutes there just in her thoughts just weeping and then after a little bit she just kind of wiped the tears from her eyes become resolute again stand up and then uh she'd probably walk over to Frey and say it seems we are done now shall we go I'll help Ninny up and start walking back. Hmm. Lucius, do you follow? Yeah. Who has the spell book, by the way? I do. Oh, speaking of the spell book, mm-hmm. can I look at that? Before you give it off, just a quick glance. I guess so. Just don't throw a fireball or anything. <laughs> I put the fireball formulating in my hand behind my back. Um, no, I want to. Can I like examine the spell book to see if I can glean any any spells or anything out of it? Certainly, certainly. So <clears throat> most of the um, most of these, you kind of look. Um, you okay. don't mess. You 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 skim through it. A lot of this has to do along the lines of uh, divination. Um, wild magic stuff. I mean, you know, you you look around in the, in the region. This makes sense. This book was likely uh, this this was likely uh, passed down uh, from from shaman to shaman, and little things were scribbled in it. Um, however, let me ask you. Uh, that 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 little ward that you have um, that mm-hmm. protects people. What is what spell is that? It's it's a uh, like a feature. It's okay. not a spell, but it's it's called arcane ward. It, it it appears as though this this page was grafted in at some point, likely something that may have been traded uh, years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see something, and as you as you as you read it and you begin to understand it, you see something that just begins to excite you. Um, because it because it's definitely from the school of abjuration. You begin sort of uh, deciphering these runic symbols, and you see the spell, warding bond. And, and for any of you at home who may not be familiar with the spell, uh, this will essentially allow Lucius to give an ally within 60 feet of him uh, a plus one bonus to their AC and saving throws and resistance to all damage. Uh, I, uh, sweet. This reminds me of a spell I once knew. That's it. That's that's all I got. Thanks, Freya. And I hand it back to her. Uh, does anything happen with the tattoos? Or does that specifically happen? With um, the, yeah, that something? that tattoo glows a little bit. Hmm. Uh, since I'm like reminded of it, it kind of like unfades and glows hmm. in. Hmm. Um, but I'm not sure where that tattoo is. It's not visible. So <laughs> okay, somewhere <laughs> okay. around here. 
just making sure and 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 note whenever warding bond is up um it, it, every time the target you cast it on takes damage you take the same amount of damage gotcha <laughs> just quick note before just you go quick note real quick note all right so uh Linux uh, and Fior, as as you guys cross uh, cross over the, and and you know are just hanging out at the cart, you see uh, Lucius, Freya, and Nini uh, walking fairly close together, um, and you all find yourselves reunited at the cart. Um, thank you all. Wasn't expecting whatever that was. Um, so thank you. Oh, no problem. You know, what's a town-ending phenomenon amongst friends? Oh, and, um, Greg. Yep. Or, I'm sorry, Lucius. <laughs> um, give me... Give me a history check. And actually, Minnie, this this would apply to you as well. So give me a history check. 22. Okay. I'm feeling slightly less dementia today. Hmm. Six. (laughs) Okay. Minnie's still shook from her experience in Trollyberry. Greg, you, upon fighting this... That black, tar-covered, resin-covered monstrosity uh, within Coneyberry, uh, you realize that you've heard tales of these things, uh, specifically in your school uh, of magic that you practiced in the Feywild. In the Feywild, at least, you know, plane shifting is a bit more common than, let's say, here in the Forgotten Realms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the dangers is if you plane shift to something like the Nine Hells or the Abyss, uh, you can end up... Uh, uh, the the raw arcane energy that wizards and the, and the items that they carry tend to attract fairly power-hungry things, uh, parasite, parasite-like creatures in, uh, in the more remote realms. And you know this as a Kaordi. Uh, is is what you guys just fought. Likely some kind of gnarly sorcerer that uh, that ended up biting off a little more than he could chew and explore and plane shifting somewhere that he had no business being in. How do you spell that? A Kaorti? K-A-O-R-T-I. Are you actually taking notes? Don't lie to me. Uh, uh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh this this doesn't belong here this thing we just fought the spell plague stuff is uh we should stay away from it if we can okay so you... we go back to uh the witch Banshee chick. 
the cleric? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the banshee. Uh, she she went away. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, ban banshee's gone, Greg. We Bless took care heart. of that already. Jeez, look at the time. Greg's out here putting the dad in dad's dice. <laughs> I'm not sure why my camera ain't working either, but I don't want to unplug it because last time I think I it broke everything. Yeah, so. you broke the stream last time. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys are gathered back at the cart. Uh, are y'all headed to Fandolin? No. Is, it, is that what I heard? Okay. All right. Uh, who? Uh, Fior's a little bit out of pocket. Um, a little distracted, most likely, by um, at the thought of the fate that his parents may have had befall them, or may currently be befalling them, at the revelation of those tattoos that he has on them, uh, uh, that appeared on him. Um, so, who's going to be driving the cart? I'll, uh, minor illusion, I carry it on the stick. Okay. A animal handling with advantage. Uh, 18. Cowboy and, Be Cowboy and Bebop don't seem to hate you, uh, and and as as that minor illusion carrot just just appears in front of them with the stick, uh, holding it aloft, uh, they take off at a at a pretty decent trot, and you guys are finding your yourselves traveling to the south. Are we kind of going the way we came? Uh, I mean, I know we initially went, you know, like towards Wyvern Tor. Are we crossing back through that area on the way back at all? That's up to y'all. Y'all can y'all can travel west along Neverwinter Wood, and then cut south once you get back to like the main street, the main thoroughfare from Vandalin up to Neverwinter, the Swords Highway. So basically, like the the Tribor Trail, like coming down through that, or. Nope. Tribor trails to y'all south. If y'all if y'all travel due south and back through Wyvern Tor in the direction y'all came, you would hit uh, the Tribor Trail, uh, or y'all could travel along the edge of Neverwinter Wood, which is basically where y'all are at now, uh, and then and then hit the Swords Highway, and then travel south on the Swords Highway back to Fandolin. The Swords Highway is the original path y'all took. So, I mean, are we, like, closer to Neverwinter than Phantomlin right now? It's about an even split. You're, okay. you, you're basically you're basically making a triangle between Phantomlin and Neverwinter. I would say we take the safest, quickest route back to Phantomlin. Yeah, I mean, we, we know that the Barbarians maybe like us. The Uthgarts did seem to have Sentinels watching you guys they've had ample opportunities to attack you um but somewhere between the the charm that was presented to, to y'all's cart mysteriously um every time that y'all have spied a new cart like in the trees or in the bushes watching you guys it seems to be in an overwatch sort of way and not so much a stalking I mean, I wouldn't mind someone watching our backs. So I guess, uh, what, what's quicker? 
the the quickest way is going to be heading south to the Tribor Trail. If you struck out to the west, you'd stay in some of that really hilly, heavily wooded terrain, and it'd definitely slow you down. We'll we'll go the quicker route. Okay, no problem. Um, and as I'm as I'm rolling along, once we would get to the area where you know those Uthgart might be, I would just kind of be keeping it. Sure. So you guys would would travel roughly. Uh, we'll say half a day, and 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 now you're back into the area of Wyvern Tor, uh, some of the Uthgart territory. Um, y'all do pass Wyvern Tor to y'all's west as you're traveling south. Um, so so go ahead and roll a perception check for me, Coulter. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Uh. All right, you managed to spot a sect of the Uthgarts that you have not necessarily seen before. Uh, you're starting to see a lot more, because there are warrior women, uh, particularly archers, uh, that y'all have seen as a part of the Uthgarts, but it seems as though y'all are seeing families. You know, you see the occasional mom and her child, um, off in the woods, picking picking food, scavenging. Um, uh, you know, men who aren't dressed up in, in 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 battle clothing, and they seem to be harvesting things. It seems as though these people are extremely comfortable with you guys being in their region at this point. They know who you are. So you guys have at least two days before you get down to the Tribor Trail and another three before you get to Neverwinter. So, uh, yes. Yeah, I kind of wanted to, to interject because along the journey, um, uh, Freya, would you actually be like riding in the cart or would you be walking alongside? The first day, I'll probably ride in the cart, um, rest up a little bit, and then the subsequent days, walk again. Okay, so on the first day, I'd be I would like to ride in the cart with Freya. Mm-hmm. And what? Okay, wow, that was weird. <laughs> I just accidentally full screened the screen for a second, and everything went away. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Could we assume that at some point during this we long rest? Uh, oh yes, yes. You guys, you guys have had ample long, ample opportunities to long rest. Okay, cool. So. During that first day, I'd kind of look at Freya and I'd say, Did you grow up with parents? Yeah. Uh, do you have any stories about them? What, how, what about, how was your childhood? Uh, sure. I'm the middle of five. So, it was always a little bit chaotic, but also my parents are kind of big into philosophy. So like every dinner was like a debate, which seemed normal at first. And then when I got out, I realized it was a little weird, 
that not everyone sits down for like existential discussions over, you know, sausage at breakfast. Wait, that's weird. But <laughs> Lucius has been listening to you guys as he pretends to drive the cart. <laughs> well, you know Cowboy and Bebop don't like me. <laughs> this is so true. So that, but, that sounds nice. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty nice. I'm from pretty far south of here. What about you? I never knew my parents. I was taken away at a very young age. I kind of point up to my eyes and they're the blue and I say my eyes are not normal for one of my kind and those that my parents were associated with saw it as some kind of omen so I was taken away sorry it's okay it's, it's, the past ordeal has been very hard hearing people talking about their families and as we came up on this, the town seeing families being ripped apart and especially that of the Banshee and her daughter I, I feel that separation on a very real level and it just kind of brought all of that back it's, it's nice to know that there are others who are able to have that more normal life I don't know if any of us are normal, but um, anytime you need to talk, I'm here. I appreciate it. And maybe we kind of probably clam up and kind of look off in the distance. Hmm. Hmm. So... A day passes, no problem. Um, you guys would find yourselves at the intersection of, uh, of the Tribor Trail and this track up to the north uh, to Wyvern Tor. So as you guys set to make camp um, on this second night of five, um, are there any conversations that need to be had around the fire? Evan. You're muted, Dustin. Yeah, you guys have been really quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's you who's been quiet, Fior. You seem checked out. Yeah, you got a lot on my mind. You must be worried about your family. Yeah. We can settle that later, though. True. We are settled uh, around a fire. Yes, y'all are settled around a fire. Okay. So, um, on this night, who's who's taking uh, who's taking first watch? I will. Okay. Anyone joining her? Okay. I I'll join her. Okay, okay. Uh, and then who will take the second watch? I'll take second. 
I'll take it with Fior. All right. So as as everyone beds down, Linux, you again find yourself drifting away to sleep. And these days, sleep has been coming harder and harder and harder. Um, you never necessarily know what's waiting for you in the darkness. And again, you find yourself drifting off to sleep, and yet the rest doesn't come. The peace doesn't come. You find yourself in, 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 a, in a situation what what feels something like lucid dreaming. You are uh, frozen. You look up, and, and you look up and expect to see the orange glow of the fire next to you and the stars above. The outline of trees around you. All you see is darkness, and the warm orange glow of the campfire next to you is a sickly flickering green as the fire has transmuted into something unnatural, sinister. And on the other side of the flame you see Thongor somewhat ironically warming his hands against the fire. I just sit up. I don't approach the fire. I just kind of, you know, pull myself up to this, you know, sitting position. Mm -hmm. And I just say to him, "Too bad you don't have something like these to keep your hands warm." <laughs> You've been using them well. Out blew myself up the first time I, I used them. <laughs> Great power has its disadvantages, I suppose. Your latest offering has been an interesting one. And if you recall, Coulter, the offering that you made was the Coyote. Yep. Deep magics in this one. <laughs> Much power to offer. It's been a delight. <laughs> and he just sort of settles back. In a in a weird way, you're 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 used to him being antagonistic towards you. He seems pleased. Oddly enough. What will you do with this uh, particular offering? Hmm. We will break him. They always do. 
And when he dies, he'll become another soldier in the ranks of Asmodeus. So, help help me understand these these beings, these these creatures, these people that I kill in your service. You're not just taking their their power, but you're taking their entire being. We own them, just as we own you. And yet, once they pass from life unto death, the bond is all the stronger. They become a vessel for Asmodeus, not just a mere agent. What do you mean by vessel? That Asmodeus can assume their likeness on this plane? He assimilates them, makes their power his own. It's another rope tethering him to your realm. Are there others like me out there who are doing this bidding? <laughs> you think you're the only one we have in our employ? <laughs> no. There are those far greater than you. No. There is one in your midst that we have a great interest in. The tiefling. She belongs to us. I, I can't say I do know. What do you mean she belongs to you? He, his sickly yellow eyes just squint. Almost feels as though he is piercing. In fact, go ahead and make a, make a wisdom saving throw. Um, is this charmed? Because I do have advantage. <laughs> this is not charmed. No. No. Oh, that's cocked. That can't... No way. If it's cocked, re-roll it. If, it, if it's, it, it's cocked, re-roll it. It's a 10, but I'm just gonna... I want, oh, never mind. I disappeared. Too late. It's a 10 total. <laughs> it yeah. looked like it was on 18. Oh, God, dude. Are you playing dumb with uh, about Nenny right now? Um... I mean, to an extent, yes, because I don't know. You know, I don't know what she saw. Okay. All right. All I know is the kind of vague conversations that Linux and Nini have had. Okay. She hasn't told you what she was. Has she? What she is. No, I don't believe she has. Was she in the service of Asmodeus as I was once? 
She is far greater than you ever will be. In the, uh, eye, in the eyes of Asmodeus. Why don't you, uh, take these great gifts of, of gloves you put on me and just give them to her, then? <laughs> it's not that simple. <laughs> you, you, and his his laugh sounds like the pained breathing of someone on their deathbed. Sends chills down your spine. <laughs> Listen. It is not for a grunt to know the intents of a general. I've told you this is a mere act of Good faith. You've done well. A day will come where you have an opportunity to give her back to us. You will take that opportunity. And how exactly would you have me deliver her? The same way you've delivered the rest. If she is of great need to Asmodeus, wouldn't she better serve him alive? <laughs> Many times the dead are worth more to us than the living. The day and hour has not come, but it will. Be gone with you. Wait, question. <laughs> he, he snaps you right out of it. Uh, and and uh, let's see. Uh, Freya and Lucius. Oh, Coulter. Uh, actually, go, go ahead and roll a constitution save. We're going to see if you awake with a jolt. <laughs> or, or if you are able to keep it under wraps if you want to. That's a six. <laughs> a six? You awake with a just clutching your chest, just just trying to catch your breath. Sweat has broken out all over your body. Freya and Lucius, you certainly would have seen it if you would have been sitting close to the fire. I want to uh, roleplay here, but I think Krista is checking on the kid. Oh, okay. So. so feel free to roleplay uh, Freya to... to catch you up uh lennox has just awoken at the edge of uh, at the edge of camp uh gasping for breath sweating uh seemingly some nightmare has 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 awoken him i'm gonna just look around and, and see if they noticed lennox are you awake <laughs> and i just kind of still clutching my chest kind of you know panting i just say a new court warrior is about to cave my skull in. Oh, well. Get out here. Me and Freya was just about to have a philosophy debate. <laughs> awesome. Kid stuff, I'm guessing, has, has Freya. Apparently. Yeah. No problem. Again, putting the dads and dads and dice. Love you, kid. How far is it into your watch? Is it? Is it not time for us to, to take over? 
quite yet. I only need four hours of meditation a night. As all of this has been I mean, happening... Do half-elves... Oh, do they sleep, or do they meditate as well? I mean, we've been traveling together for... <laughs> I don't stare at you while you sleep. I mean... You could say we uh, took on the worst parts of, you know, our, our human counterpart. I need sleep. I really like never sleep. Un <laughs> never understood it myself. The body just... You just go to, like, another world? You could say that. You've, you've never dreamed? I mean, I have dreams. Well, I had dreams when I was young. Much too old for dreams now. Well, sometimes dreams are the only escape. I have no idea what that means. Just, you know, reality can be so disappointing. And I'm pretty sure that's a line from Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> Why did this bring you? Back to me. Um, I guide those to his well, business. <laughs> get your sleep. Have our uh, philosophical debate. It's up to you. Uh, it wasn't a good dream. I'll, I'll go ahead and get an early start on the watch. If you no, want to just, go ahead and do your trance, or ask Freya the question. Hmm. Do well, you think? Hold on. Hold on to that question. We'll give Freya a chance to come back. Um, okay. Ninny. You've been resting. I'm going to go check on my wife while you do this. Yep. <laughs> Ninny, as you have been sleeping, you have been resting. Images of the past that you buried a while back. I mean, how long has it been since since your since the big thing happened let me check my notes real quick because I know I timed it out mm -hmm. it's been since my departure my initial departure yes it's been about a year. Okay. A little over, maybe. Okay. So, uh, images and thoughts that you buried a year ago. Whenever your, your deity, uh, your current deity, came and brought light in, to you. Images of you being dragged down a dark hallway being dragged through a mystical portal into a realm of heat dark the grinding of of gears the 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 stretching of chains the cries of torment images of latches and and bonds Binding just fills your mind, oppression pressing all around you. And then you see it. 
monolith that you have been told that you have been told about in your entire raising. The thing that you knew at least a year ago you thought you knew that you had been put on this plane to fulfill. The soul rending of the dread ring. This monolith towering up as six stone spires stretch into the sky, twirling into a small altar that it's at the center. The altar being filled with a glass lens, an arcane light streaking down to a point at its base. And you feel tethered to this point up underneath this dread ring, this soul rending. The hearkening of a new era waiting at the other end of this ritual. You scream, you kick, strong arms bind you. Your vision closes in into darkness. You feel as though there is no escape. And then you awaken. You're breathing heavy. This is not new to you. You've you've experienced this before, so you probably handle it a little better than Linux does. You can make this apparent to the party, your distress, or you can keep it under wraps. But it seems as though your past has is coming is coming back to bear. It's closing in. I kind of keep it to myself, but I would just kind of whisper a silent prayer to Mistra that the the path I see myself on is not the actual final path that she is able to divert it. So as all of this has been happening, uh, as you awaken, you hear voices of your friends rooting you back to this reality. Um, your breathing comes easier, and you find comfort in the band of misfits that, that you have found yourself a part of. As you hear Lucius and Freya in some sort of philosophical debate, Lucius up to his old tricks. So I'll open the stage up to you guys. Go ahead and Freya, you said you uh, used to talk philosophy. It's been so long since I've talked. Did you care to gander? Oh. Sorry, I didn't hear you. I said I guess if I have to. Okay. Uh, I pull out a little bit of pipe tobacco and mm. uh, light it. Now, what kind of tobacco is it? Please specify. Uh, it's Sundial. Um, uh, yeah, sundial pipe tobacco. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At least one person gets that chip. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I'm going to take a smoke and offer it. I'll pass. Linux? 
Linux is up, by the way. Hey, Linux. Hey. hey. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take it and, you know, okay. take a hit of it. Right. They, they say that, uh, there's a, there's a theory that every origin story of Asmodeus is actually a lie crafted by Asmodeus. What do you think of that? Well, truth lies, I guess, in Story's case, in what gets believed. So if it gets believed enough, it becomes the truth, as far as he's concerned. So I guess it's not important what actually happened, but what people believe happened. Indeed. What do you think, Linux? I think that it is an awful hour of night to be trying to have this conversation. It's the best time of night. By the way, how hard does that tobacco hit him? Um, uh, I would say... Do I need um, to make a con save? I'm making a con save. <laughs> Alright, Lucius, I mean, I mean, is this stout stuff that, like, centuries have that the centuries have steeled you against? I wouldn't say I'm a heavy smoker. Okay. I rolled a 12 con save, by the way. Okay. Greg, how does uh, it hit him? Uh, I think he's fine. On okay. A 12. Okay. Just a okay. slight buzz. Okay. <laughs> Might help you sleep. Anyway, my favorite Asmodeus story is about this trial. You ever heard it? Can't say that we gave out as Modi as much thought growing up. Oh, really? Well, live as long as me. You hear the tales. I can tell you the story if you like. <laughs> hey, can you hear me? Look at... Now I can. Yeah. I was just going to say, I'm going to let that, uh, you know, take a, take a puff of it, kind of let it sit for a minute. A little slight buzz. I was hoping for something stronger, and I just kind of say to myself, man, I was really hoping that was going to send me to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to have um, a specific dust of diamond hand. No. That. Gotcha. It might but... just make you see green flames and demons sitting on the other side of them. <laughs> Careful. Uh, the or butters in his sleep. Corner <laughs> 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 of camp. <laughs> Well, let me tell you the story. This was back when Asmodeus was an angel. Or was he? Nobody knows. But uh, the other angels got mad at him because he would tempt humans into deals. So they put him on trial. And they got the great judiciator, Primus of Mechon, to judiciate the trial. Because the Mechons are true neutral. They only care about laws and order. Asmodeus argued that since the humans agreed to it, nothing was wrong. The angels, on the other hand, one by one, brought up every single case in which Asmodeus tempted a human. There were so many cases 
that the uh, leader of Mechon soon got tired and then told the angels that he would only hear three more cases. Zeriel, one of the angels, so adamant that his case be heard, started a fistfight among the other angels. He was hot-headed. Might explain why he's a demon now. But um, anyway, I digress. The leader of Mechon got so upset with the angels that he declared Asmodeus the winner and said that Asmodeus is allowed to make packs with humans so long as they agree. And that was the birth of all of this nonsense. <laughs> or was it? I don't know. It's just a story. I mean, I kind of agree with Lennox that it's a bit late in the night for <laughs> that. My point being, beware the best liars. Hmm. That's it. Good philosophy. I'll take the pipe back. Lucius, take a point of inspiration for that. Do, 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 do. Thank you. You'll probably need it for the ancient dragon waiting on you guys in Vandalin. <laughs> I think I'm joking, chat. <laughs> we don't think you're joking. We never I assume you're joking. Don't make promises you can't keep. I have a backup <laughs> character like right beside me. Who said I'm, we were going to Vandalin? <laughs> I'm that kind of DM, ain't I, Greg? Just, just have the spare character sheet ready off to the side. Vandalin is going to become Schrodinger's cat. <laughs> all right uh so first watch passes uh, right, right before the first watch is over i'm gonna um pull out a copper and uh like toss it to freya and i'm gonna say if you're interested in tamora i believe the proper prayer is Copper to the lady returns tenfold in gold. And then I'll walk away. If I could give you a second point of inspiration, I would. I'm just it's all this ahead. Mountain Dew. <laughs> You're going to lay in bed at 3 a.m. and go, why can't I fall asleep? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Man, Lucius, it seems as though your mind is coming back a little bit uh, with all the spells that you're I drank this elixir from the mountain. From the <laughs> dew of the mountain. <laughs> okay. First watch passes. Who was on second watch? That was Fior and Lennox. Okay. Alright, so you guys awaken. Uh Fior, give me a perception check, please. Yes, sir. It's to prepare for the night. I've got an enhanced ability, I'll just throw it on for wisdom. Natural 20. Okay. Well, Coulter, uh, or sorry, Linux, I was going to get you to roll a deception check if you wanted to hide your current mindset, <laughs> um, given your dream, but that's uh, a nat 20. So, Fior, you, you notice Linux seems a touch on edge. Um, and, you know, your bugbear senses you, you smell adrenaline. Yeah. That that has since passed. You 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 smell it on him. Um, he did, you know, 
Linux, I'm not going to role play for you, but but that's that's what you detect from the field. Do I smell uh, tobacco? Oh, absolutely. Um, Elven tobacco. You know, I um, rub my eyes and go sit down by the fire. Mm -hmm. I say, um, uh, is that sundial? <laughs> it is. Uh, you know, I've heard stories of it, but it's not all it was hyped up to be. Yeah, sundial is famously bad. <laughs> I say without my accent. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, we have to kick you off of the show. <laughs> we used to run that stuff all the time in the circus. We'd sell it for uh, about five times as much as it costs to actually grow it. It's super easy to grow and tastes awful. Only, only true idiots buy it. And I just sort of look down and laugh and rub my hands and think about the circus. I uh, just kind of let the silence sit for a moment. And I just look over at Fiore and just say, uh, so you want to talk about it? No, really. It hurts. Just got people that are probably in trouble and I've done a really good job at forgetting about it and I don't know what that says about me you seem to let your emotions get the best of you at, uh, at Coneyberry did it have to do with with back home? yeah and plus I was really shit in that fight <laughs> But I um I take out um before I do. Um I wasn't lying. Um I really do try to keep uh mementos remind myself of uh good times, better times. But mostly it's, I mean, if we're honest with ourselves, if I'm honest with myself, most times are really, really dark, so you try to find at least the gray in them. It's where the mementos help, they remind you where the gray is. Um, I pull out, um, and I'm rubbing, like, some of the tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are, are they still? Are some I, of them I'm. Still I'm not. Work? No, I'm not flipping that one over. Um, I um, I pull out the honeysuckle that I pulled from the grove, and I just sort of hand it over. I'm gonna help you keep finding these mementos. It helps me a little bit at least. I figured this would be a good one from this little leg of our journey. I appreciate that. And. uh Linux gets up and walks over to his, you know, the knapsack and comes back and uh, pulls out two things. One, uh, and as he's, as he's pulling these items out, he just says, 
you know, it's it's funny you mentioned mementos, and um, I never really thought myself to be a sentimental type, but I guess without realizing it was, I was actually uh, collecting some mementos as well. And I pulled out the um, Black Spider emblem that I had taken off of, you know, one of the first goblins we killed at the start of the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I also take out uh, the Cult of Asmodeus pendant necklace that I, I took off of one of the uh, bodies mm-hmm. in the in Thunder Tree, ca- in the cathedral where we found Fior. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll just say, you know, I, I took this first one thinking that you know, give us answers to, as to what happened to, you know, Gundren and, and Sildar. And uh, I guess I took this second one because I guess in a way I would hope that it would give me answers as to what's happening to me. So this honeysuckle is a reminder of the good times you need those anchors yeah you're not wrong what's anchoring you um I uh rub the tattoos I say I currently the tattoos which I don't, I don't believe Linux. No, originally, I would have never noticed. Whenever I first mentioned, I, I've talked about tattoos. Um, I've been pretty vague about them um, with everyone except uh, Lucius. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say, uh, lately, I think that I'm a little too anchored. I'm uh. Or at the very least, not anchored to the right things. Um, my uh, my mom taught me this uh, memento business. Uh, I'm pretty sure her and my dad are in trouble. I'm going to have to go find them soon. Uh, you guys have given me uh, shelter a place to stay Um, and I'll always be grateful and I certainly don't want to leave you but I can't I have to find out what has happened I have to go make sure that mine's taken care of I want you to know this this comes from a place uh, I'm really not one to to stick my neck out for others but if you need help yeah it means a lot well I've seen you stick your neck out, literally, in some cases, for the four of us. I wouldn't sell yourself so short. I mean, 
you know, at the very least for my survival. Not well. personal. We do kind of find ourselves in a uh, precarious situation where, you know, the good of many outweighs the good of few, right? Sure. I think you that... talk about being anchored. Yeah. You'd be surprised uh, to know how much others might identify with your story in that regard. Well. And I just kind of flourish my arms, you know, in front of him a little bit. Say, these came to me one night, and I don't quite know how to get them off. Um, I'm going to try something right now, and uh, if you can just keep this between us for the moment. Are you about to sacrifice me? No. <laughs> just that was out of character. <laughs> um, I just, I want to try something. I just, I just need someone... In, in case things kind of get a little weird. Um, sure. And uh, I'm going to... Uh, looking at my, my hands, mm -hmm. I want to cast Remove Curse. Okay. Uh, read that spell out for me, please. At your touch, all curses affecting one creature or object end... If the object is a cursed magic item, its curse remains, but the spell breaks its owner's attunement to the object, so it can be removed or discarded. Okay. You. Uh, what are the components? Uh, Verbal and somatic. So I would touch it and just kind of, you know, recite an incantation. Okay. Um. Fior, you hear a deep guttural. Uh, and I deep. would have been doing it quietly enough that I didn't disturb those sleeping. Sure. You, Fior, you hear um, as this incantation begins, um, you hear a very deep uh, sound, sounding voice from Lennox as he chants, a language you have never heard him speak. Uh, something along the, like a like a like the ring wraiths almost, um, and as he presses his hand into into these gloves, you see the the arcane energy just jolt into the gloves, and seamlessly travel up his arms and dissipate into his flesh, and. Fjord, you look, you can't, I mean, there's a clear line where, where these gauntlets start to fade, but it appears as though it is grafted into its skin, and you, and you see parts where the skin fades into the, into the gauntlets, and the gauntlets fade into the skin, almost as though this is Linux, th these are Linux's own arms. Mm -hmm. and it'll look like gauntlets uh, and, and Linux there is no effect that was pretty look at him 
nothing happens. Well, do you mind if I see those? I mean, your your hands. I I assume you can't take them off. Yeah, I mean, you can you can look, but yeah. uh, you can't have right now. Nah, that that's fine. I don't want your hands. Um, <laughs> do uh, are there? You said there were arcane symbols on them. There are there are runes. Yes. Did they look familiar in any way? Do you know Abyssal? No. Okay. And, and and magic, un unnatural magic is not yeah. exactly your forte. Sure. Um. You. As you as you press in. You know and touch. Um. You feel a great deal of heat. Mm. Coming out of these things. Almost like someone running a deadly. Yeah, but you know, every now and again, you've had to be the doctor at the circus, so like sure. you feel an immense amount of heat emanating from from these gauntlets. And up here, mm -hmm. not, not so much, just cold, you know, attuned to the night air sure. flesh, with immense heat emanating from these gauntlets. But Lennox seems completely unfazed by it. True. Sure. What do they do? Um, well, I mean, they're kind of unstable. Um, you know that, uh, that blast of energy that, that I can, I can give off. Yeah. It kind of empowers that, but, you know, I haven't quite worked out the, uh, the magic behind it, I guess. Uh, it can kind of backfire if I'm not careful. Yeah. And I assume this was given to you uh yeah more or less um you don't have to i'm, I'm not a religious man um i mean i gods are clearly around us but you, you guys can everyone except maybe mr lucius everyone seems to be caught up in uh Things bigger than themselves, reliant on people or beings bigger than themselves. I wouldn't say I'm relying. Um, more so, just kind of stuck with much sure. like these gloves, you know, man. Well, the one thing about nature. It is bigger, it is more powerful, it is a lot older. It doesn't hold anything over you. If you work with it, it works with you. Maybe, and I don't know. Maybe if you work with whatever is binding you. Maybe you could come out the other side. Sometimes with nature, you've got to take control. You've got to know when to... Assert your dominance. But you use it. If it helps you, you use it. If this is bad for you, get out. But if you can work with it. Yeah, I mean... 
I am in a weird spot. I feel like if, you know, if I can't even get these gloves off, how am I going to get out of this bigger situation, you know? Bigger, older, more powerful. Yeah. But hey, on a lighter note, let me show you a couple more uh, trinkets I've picked up along the way. Yeah, let me see. And I go, uh, pull out two more items. Okay. And one, as I pull it out, uh, Fior immediately, you know, gets this just massive stench. <laughs> <laughs> as I pull out this, like, just this massive erotic Nothic eye. Oh, that that's where that smell's been coming from. Oh. Dude, you should you should get rid of that. Out of this thing, there are pieces that are like swollen up, about to burst. Like just the 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 viscerous inside of the eyes exposed in some places. It, oh man, you've been wondering why this dude smells like death. You're doing this wrong. You you got to find better better mementos than that. I mean. You're right. Actually, I cut it off a creature uh, in the in the town we're headed to. Um, it's a quaint place, but uh, I'm hoping when we get back to Neverwinter, I could find, you know, someone with a little arcane experience who maybe can transmute this this eye into, you know, something useful. I don't know. Maybe it's too far gone. I'm not sure. Think so. Uh, then I just kind of wrap it up, put it back in the bag. and Yeah, show me your other thing. Put that away. <laughs> and then uh, I pull out uh, one of the potions of Spellblight that oh. I picked up, also at Thunder Tree. And um, you say, yeah, you know, I mean, I've got sticky fingers. Yeah, I, I, so I've seen. Uh, don't exactly know what these do, but I've just been, I guess, hanging on to them for a rainy day. Yeah. Like I said, anytime you can find the gray in all this darkness, then that's a good memento. If you find some sort of joy that can ink you in a good place, that's all you're looking for. And then I'll throw everything back in my bag and just kind of finish out our watch. Cool. Both of y'all take points of inspiration. That was some good stuff, man. Nice. Well, so everyone awakens. Bior, you preparing breakfast for everyone? Oh yeah. Give me a survival check then. And I am. Uh, oh, okay. So that's the full long rest. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me give you that survival check. Oh, it is gonna be a crappy breakfast, fellas. <laughs> And lady. Uh, nine. All right. Sawgrass soup for breakfast. I am Sawgrass. distracted. As he's, he's you know, cooking around the campfire, I just kind of lean over his shoulder and say, you know, we could throw some salt on the, uh, the eye I've got in my bag if you think. <laughs> that might be better than what, what I think I've prepared this morning. Yeah, if, if if you recall, you're you're literally on an ancient battleground right now. 
like, yeah. no, outside of Wayback's okay. It, it's it's slim pickings out yeah. here. So, on uh, on the way back, mm-hmm. actively, even to the point where I'm probably quiet, a little bit mm-hmm. introspective, but also actively looking for an ancient oak, specifically for an acorn. Would you have maybe brought up that you were looking for that to the party? Yes. Yeah, well... Yeah, I think before, especially all the crap hit the fan. Hmm. Uh, you would you would come to realize that basically from here to Fandolin, it's it's a whole lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. West of Fandolin, as you as you begin to approach more along like like into the Sword Coast, mm-hmm. the ocean there, there's some old old oaks there. And, and and to the north of Fandolin, right up the Swords Highway, up to Neverwinter. Uh, again, facing the coast, there are plenty of ancient oaks. In fact, uh, the party, and I didn't mention it, but at the intersection of the Tribor Trail with the Swords Highway, there is a massive ancient oak. I okay. mean, y'all seen the tree from Avatar? <laughs> something along those lines i mean huge uh, oftentimes used as a beacon uh, by which to navigate sure the, would the fjorn know that hmm. not really from the area yeah you're you're not exactly from the area no mm. you would have found your way to thunder tree from the southeast okay um no no you you may have heard of it but yeah. i doubt it okay if I happen to stumble on pun an acorn, I don't know that could fit in the palm of my hand. I'd like to pick it up. Certainly, certainly. So another three days pass. No real issues of any kind. Just like whenever y'all came to Wayback Okay, this is this is a whole bunch of arid, uh, dry land. But as you guys on this third this fifth day of travel cross over the the final hill the final bluff you see down before you a town on fire (laughs) (laughs) the quaint peaceful town of Fandolin go and give me a perception check whoever's driving that's Linux Um, go ahead and give me a perception check that is a natural one, my guy, for a total of three. You fall off the cart. Um, <laughs> you get ran over. You take uh, three points of bludgeoning damage as as the cart rolls over one of your legs. Uh, Fior, you you probably have to reach yeah. over and grab the reins. I guess uh, I don't get a deck save. No, oh. you rolled in that one. You can take your deck save and shove it. Uh, but no, you, as you guys look, Fandolin's got a new lease on life. Uh, the ancient, just dilapidated rock wall around it, there's some fresh patches of construction happening, um, starting at the manor, working its way around the town. Um, some, some fresh repair points um, where the ballistas once were. They have been... Uh, replaced along the main thoroughfares facing out as more of a defense as opposed to a means to oppress. Um, really interesting stuff. Like, 
and, and you see people bustling and as you guys enter into the town, people start to notice you walk up to the cart, um, patch y'all's legs, shake, sh- shake your hands, grab your forearms, um, a couple of small gifts of bread, um, some flowers from kids. Uh, you know, it's, it's not a huge hero's welcome, but you guys are certainly well known around here uh, and appreciated. Uh, before we get in, I take the time to tie my ears back and sort yep. of do apply some of my uh, disguise kit. And uh, not a lot of people approach you anyway, but uh, sure. you know, the you're sort of in the uncanny valley. You know, yeah. they're like, okay, okay, this guy, I I, I know you four, but uh, yeah, <laughs> you three. Right? I prefer it that way. <laughs> yep. Uh, so. You guys are in the town square. Stone Hill Inn's next to you, and feel free to pull up the uh, pull up the map uh, so so that the viewers can see it. I've got it. I've got it in shard. Um, yeah, Freya, you have been very patient <laughs> for the last month. I'm going to give you first dibs. What do you want to do? Oh, I'm going straight to Sister Gariel's. Okay. Uh, anything in particular you're bringing, or uh, is it? Are you just uh, are you just going to see her? I mean, I've got the spell book in my pack. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you notice things are things are getting a little warmer around here. You guys have have been passing. Y'all have been in that weird February March sort of warmish time. Y'all are starting, starting to pass into a pretty healthy summer, or spring. DM doesn't even know his seasons. Uh, spring. Uh, so, uh, Sister Gariel has 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 the 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 doors to the tent uh, folded up and open, um, and you see her um, doing some 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 hand motions, and she has her eyes closed, and she's praying over the pool of water. Um, in front of you, in, in front of you, in the center of of the of the shrine of luck, um, eyes closed, just just praying and hu- in very hushed tones. I'll wait for her to finish. Okay. Um, right as you cross the the threshold, um, she would slowly, you know, she's got the old lady sort of hunch. Um, she looks like at you and she says. Oh, Freya. Dearie, dearie, Freya, it is so good to see you. And she, and she, and she, and she shuffles over, um, her, her arms outstretched, and, 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 she, and she's just coming, gonna come in for a granny hug. I will definitely hug her back. Oh, dear, dearie, dearie. How have you been? It's been, it's been weeks. Just had a few things to take care of. But we've got that accomplished. I've got something for you. Oh, oh yes. Uh, is it, is it the, the Banshee spell book that we discussed? And I'll pull it out and hand it to her. Oh my, 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 my! And she, and she, and she, grabs the, grabs the book and tenderly. Oh, come, come in, dearie. Close the, close, close the tent. Close, I have something I, I have to show you. 
and she and she shuffles over to her little uh, desk where she keeps some of her healing potions. I'll close the tent and follow. Deary, uh, did you did you l look through the book? Did anything stand out to you? Lucius recognized a spell from it, but I mean, I don't really do magic, so. This is, this is mostly wild magic mess, but if memory serves, there was one spell traded by my predecessor in, yes, yes, here, here, oh, yes, 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 dearie, dearie, and she, and she, and she, and she, and she brings your, you close, her, her wrinkled forehead and eyes, uh, sort of, sort of, encapsulating these bright blue eyes that are just filled to the brim with joy. Some soft tears sort of making their ways to the corners. Would you like to meet Demora? The biggest smile stretches across Freya's face. And she'll lean in. Yes, yes, yes. Go to the pool. Go to the pool of luck. And she and she shuffles back to her to her desk and and and, and starts digging. Um, not she's she's eager, but she's organized. Um, she goes. She knows what she's looking for. She's been in this tent for a very long time. She 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 finds this this black and gold streaked. Uh, looks like some sort of ceremonial cloth. She says, "Dearie." Oh, oh, the, oh, this is a special day. This this hasn't been done in this tent for decades, decades. Oh, what an honor, what an honor. And she and she just prattles on and on as she um, goes, opens up a, a tiny latch on the underside of the stand of the pool. And she and she takes one of one of the candles burning in the tent, lights it at the base. Um, and and the base of of this of this pool uh, starts to glow with you can't really tell arcane pulsing some sort of radiant radiance or just heat you don't know but the but the water begins to boil and steam not not boil but steam ever so lightly like like a hot bath she says. I shall read the incantation. I want you to place your head over the pool. We shall cover it. You must breathe deep. Close your eyes and breathe. When the incantation is finished, you shall be in the presence of tomorrow. Are you ready? Just going to nod yes. Very well. Very well. And she... And she and she and she takes your head, gives you a little kiss on the forehead like a grandmother would. Uh, gently guides your head down over the pool, covers you, and you begin to hear her pray in the same way that you have before. But the prayer has meaning; it has power behind it. You can't quite make out the words. It's fairly muffled. This is a fairly dense cloth. As you close your eyes and begin breathing. 
the noise of Fandolin, the kids playing in the town square and on the town green nearby, the hammering of the blacksmith's uh, anvil up the road, uh, the merchants all around town square, their hooting and hollering and harking of their wares, fades away into silence. And then, in that moment uh, of silence, all of a sudden you hear music of a totally foreign... You've you've never heard music, especially like this in Fandolin. And as you open your eyes, you look around. You are in a brightly lit house of chance. Tables all around you, lit up with candlelight arcane uh, flashing orbs of light just just hanging by no mechanical means in the air all around you uh, golden sparkles just flickering through the air you look down you are no longer in your military jacket you are no longer in your armor your bracers are gone you, Freya, are in an evening gown. In that sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you are dressed up for a night at the casino. And despite all of these, all of, all of this fanfare around you, this place is very brightly lit. The walls are white, uh, spotless. You see three people in the room across the way at something that looks like a blackjack table you see a dealer her hair done back really tight her uh, blonde and tied back really tightly in a bun and she's just standing at attention and you see a lady with long flowing gold hair in these beautiful uh, in, the, in these beautiful waves uh, just just uh, rolling down her, her to her to her middle back, um, every every speck of light just flickering off of off of it. I mean, just gorgeous in a in a in a red evening gown. Um, and she just sits there at the table, uh, contemplating. It seems not talking to the dealer. She has one of those Carilla Deville cigarettes <laughs> in her hand. And the third person, you see uh, a bartender, also blonde-haired, male, um, washing a glass. What do you do? Any any questions you have about what's going on here? I'm guessing this looks kind of familiar from the dreams I've been having. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The the noises of the of the games of chance, the, the the almost blinding light, the gold sparkles. It's all coming back to you. I will slowly go up to the blackjack table. <laughs> As you approach the 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 hard um, stance of the dealer softens. She spreads her arms across the table. You buying in, dear? Do I have any coins or anything? 
great question. You might want to check that little bitty folding fancy purse that ladies in dresses wear. That, 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 that you happen to have in your hand. I will check it. There, there are five coins within. Identical to your golden Tamora coin. Put one on the table. Alright, we've got a buy-in. What do you say? You play in this one? She looks at uh, the lady dressed in red. She looks at you. Looks you up and down. Alright, we'll take some money off of this one. And she takes a puff of her cigarette, sets it down. Also tosses in a coin. Now, you are about to play a game of blackjack. Are you familiar with the rules? Yes. You you did do research on blackjack. Yeah, I had to make Greg teach me once <laughs> it started going up. Okay, All right. So here's the way that this is going to roll, and it's going to be a little different. I'm going to have you roll two dice, and, and you let me know what you roll. The way that we're doing it, a 1, a 10, 11, and 12 are considered your face cards. All right. Well, the 10, 11, and 12 are going to be your face cards. The one is your ace. So the only way that you can get a blackjack is going to be um, is going to be to get a 10, 11, 12, or a one. The other numbers are going to be exactly the same uh, as as their normal blackjack counterpart. So if you get a six and a two, it, you'll have an eight. So I'm rolling d12s, yeah. You are you are rolling d12s, yes. And right. so, okay, so mm -hmm. now that now that you guys have have bought in, the dealer takes the chips or the coins, pushes them off to the side, uh, and she deals uh, she deals two cards. One for the lady in red next to you, and one for you. Or, or two for the lady in red, two for you. I'm going to roll for her. You roll, and let me know what you have. Two and a four. Two and a four. Okay. All right. Let me also roll for the dealer. Let's see what the dealer's at. Okay, the, the lady in red next to you has a 12. The dealer has a 10. You have a 6. So, the lady in red is certainly going to hit. She's at a 17. Now, she's going to hold. You are at a 6. Do you hit? Yes. Okay, what you at now? I am at a 17. 17. Do you hit? No. You're going to hold, okay? Alright. Let's see what the house does. 10. Ooh. A face card. Mm. 20. 20. Mm. Alright. And at that, she is going to take both of y'all's coins, set them in the pot. She's going to say, y'all buying back in. 
I'll toss another coin in. Okay. Lady in red pushes three coins in. Well, then I will match. Okay. The lady in red says, now we're talking. So, and, and, and as these next cards are being dealt, she's going to say, so what brings you to my casino? Uh, some kind of spell. And and at that she, hmm. most people don't find themselves here by chance. Hmm. Very well. And so the cards are going to be dealt. Go ahead and roll what you got. Uh, I got a six and a twelve. A six and a 12. That means that you have started with a 16. Oh, no. Sorry. 12 is a face card. 12 is a face card, yes. All right. So, the lady in red certainly going to hit. She's got an ace. She will let that ace count for a one. So, that'll be a six. She got a two. That's an eight. Thirteen. She'll hit one more time. It's a 16. Let's see, she'll take one more chance. A two. That brings her up to an 18. She hit. She hit five times. <laughs> right. What are you gonna do, Freya? I will hit one more time. What's the dealer okay. showing? Dealer's showing a 13. Jeez. Hit five times. No, no, no. Uh. The lady in red. Oh, okay. Hit eighteen. Hit hit uh, five times to get to an eighteen. Rolled a five. Rolled a five. Oh, there you go. Okay. All right. And then the house is is gonna try and hit, but there's but there's no eight. Yeah, they bust. So house bust. You get the pot of six coins, Freya. So make sure you're keeping track of what you got. And the lady in red's gonna look at you. Now we're playing. Surely you have questions. Yeah. Um. Ma'am? That'll do. Yes, that'll do. Why me? We smile on those who push their luck. You know that moment when you're up to your elbows and shite. It, Heather, stop laughing. <laughs> you know that moment when you're up to your elbows and shite. No, nowhere to be seen, and you press just a little harder into it, and all of a sudden there's a light at the end. That's where I'm at. That's where we're at. And I'm here to tell you right now. You spend a lot of time there. Yeah, that's been happening a lot lately. And it's no mere happenstance that we happen to cross paths that I happen to notice, you see. We control luck. 
and we'd love to see those press into that. Because in a weird way, luck, luck's built from faith. Luck is just the faith of, of the stupid. <laughs> but it's a beautiful thing to see. Let's play up. Come on, come on. You, you're playing. I and I'll toss in two coins. Ah, uh, playing it safe, I see. I'll toss in two more then. <laughs> now we're talking, dearie. Now we're talking. You'll have to forgive her uh, gruff voice. I can't do females for. for I mean, very she's long. been smoking, so. Makes sense. <laughs> True. <laughs> you know, typical, uh, typical casino fare. All right, roll what you got. She'll match you, of course. All right, house is showing a twelve. Lady in red is showing a fifteen. I rolled a one and a six, so I will let that ace count as. What, it's a 1 or an 11 it counts as? That, that is correct. All right, so I will let it count as an 11. 11, okay. So that means you're at 16? 17. 17, okay. Okay. All right, Lady in Red. She's going to hit. It's a 5. She's sitting pretty at a 20. What you going to do? I'm going to press into that luck. Okay. Oh, nope, that's a big old... It can, it'll revert yeah, to a 1 if you go over. Yep, yes. Okay, okay. So... Okay, so that was a 12. That'll be a face card, which would bump the ace down to a 1, so I'd still be sitting at a 17. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are you going to hit again? Five. Yes. That is a one, so that's 18. Okay. Come on, Deary. That is a five. Mm -hmm. Ah, well. Took the bait. Luck can't necessarily pull you out all of them, can it? The okay. house always wins. Yep, the house does always win. Let's see what the house pulls. House bust. House pulled will. 10. So the house bust. Lady in red rolls in all eight. Well, dearie, you know, you've uh, you've had your fair share of ups and downs, haven't you? Luck hadn't always been there for you, has it? Provided, even when I made some dumb decisions. I seem to find myself pretty lucky when it comes to friends. Aye. That's quite a hodgepodge of a group you got there. Plenty of deities got their hands on them. So I'm beginning to notice. I had my on that uh, on that Fior fella there. He's a he's a crafty one. He he sort of makes his own luck, cuts his own way, doesn't he? Yeah, he's. He's becoming a really good friend. Ah, but enough about him. Let's play. I will toss in my last three coins. Now we're talking, dearie. And she will, and she will match you, hundred percent. All right. Let's see what you got. 
she pulled a blackjack. Mm. An 11 and a 1. What'd you pull? I got a 2 and a 12. I'm at 12. Okay. Alright. What did the house throw? Uh, two face cards. 20. Sorry, I was... Nightbot got a little feisty in chat, so... That's okay. Nightbot's the chair. Okay. That's Good another Lord. two. Okay. And a four. Okay. Come on, dearie. You've got to take that. What? Do I know what they're sitting at? Yes. Uh, the lady in red is sitting at a 21, and the dealer is sitting at a 20. Mm. Okay. Ooh, no, that's way over. That was a face card. Aye. And, and, and the dealer leans over. And for the first time since you sat down, she speaks. And she looks at you. You get a very familiar feeling in looking into her eyes. That's the thing, dearie. I'm not in the results. I'm in the path that gets you there. My followers live in the now, live in the moment. As long as you do that, she holds out your hand, plops one heck of a medallion, blown up. You know, basically triple the size of a regular coin of Tamora. She plops it in your hand. In those moments where the light can't be seen, but the light can be felt, that's where I am. You look over. There is no more lady in red. It's just you and Tamora dealing at the table. I'm not going to say anything. Just hold the medallion close. Brandon. Yes? How's your Calcus Miggledy? Uh... You sharp on that? As far as uh, how? Your, the voice. Uh, sure. Okay. If memory recalls correctly, and I am a god, so it tends to. There was one in your party who wrote that line better than most. Calcus. Right? Mm -hmm. And she claps her hands. And a set of double doors open out of this white expanse around you. 
and striding in, dressed in robes of purple, pockets filled to the brim with gold. You can tell he's been up to his tinkering ways without the limitations of the Forgotten Realms, any of the planes of existence beyond this one. You see Calchas grinning ear to ear. I'm going to give you two the floor. Hi. Hello there. Seems when I told you that uh, to kick his butt, you surely did that. I didn't expect to see you again. Uh, isn't that the way of life, though? We go through things and doing things we don't expect, and they come at us no matter what we think. Yeah. Definitely didn't expect anything that's happened since. Uh, but from what I understand, y'all have been making pretty good of yourself. We're trying, uh, doing our best, trying to stop the bad guys and all that. Ran into a few new people who might stick around. What does Cocos know about the party as of now? Tamora has appointed you as a watchman of sorts over the party. You are intimately familiar with with what they are doing. Ah, yes. The, the big one and the tiefling. Uh, seems to be quite of help. Uh, though none of them could replace me, could they? Never. Your, your healing spell is always just, just a little bit better. I've been keeping watch on you, and I'm proud of what uh, you and the others have been able to do. Uh, I know that as you continue your journey, you will continue to do the right thing, or the happenstance thing, or the thing that just smacks you in the face, one or the other. But I'll... You know me, I'll go find some stupid battle to rush headfirst into. And I'll be there to make sure there's someone to throw you your way. Brandon, I'm going to put you on the spot for just a second. Let's say Calchas made it to level 20. What weapon would he have built for himself? Well, probably the like a master version of the weapon I was originally talking to you about. Uh -huh. Where, like, basically it's... Uh, a gun that has different canisters and basically all the spells are the canisters but like it would be like zooped out right so like it would have like automatic uh -huh. fire or semi-automatic and uh -huh. like you know clips of like 40 spells so it's like a bunch of fireballs to just go run like it would be like the ultimate spell slinging mission yes you see in Calcus this I'm guessing this would be with you oh yeah Freya, you see this thing 
then right whenever Kelkus says, I'll be right there with you, you just see him patent this monster of a of a of a dagum arm cannon just on the back of his uh, strapped across his back. And Tamora walks up to, to to both of you and says, "Our time here's come to a close." What do you say, Kelka? Should we give her what we were talking about earlier? I think it's about time. I think so too. And she takes her her two fingers and draws her symbol across your forehead pressing into you doesn't mark you permanently uh, but but she 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 presses into you says now go find us in the chaos and everything you feel yourself being pulled away Calcus waving to you. Feel free to say any last words as you begin proceeding. Calcus, you you made a huge difference. Uh, and don't think that you haven't either. Continue on, dearie. And as everything begins to fade out to white, you snap out of it shaking you were just in the presence of a deity finding trying to find your grip uh water spilling out around you as you knock over the 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 bowl and sister gariel freya 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 and she and she and she and she stumbles over and grabs hold of your face says oh dearie you're glowing what happened what did you see she looks at you just eagerly. Freya's just like weeping. But like happy tears. You saw her, didn't you? I did. I got to play a game of chance against her. Which I one lost, was, of course. But which one was it? Blackjack or craps? Blackjack. She's always popular with that one, I tell you. She just hugs you. You've been talking to Calcus. Have. I felt him in my prayers. And the medallion has stayed with you. It was actually a magical item. Um, it is it is formally known as the coin of Tamora. Once a day, you can flip it, and it will either give you advantage or disadvantage based on if it lands heads or tails. Okay. Your subclass has been unlocked by Tamora placing her blessing on you. You are now, for the first time ever, everybody, the new monk subclass titled Way of Luck.
nice. way of luck is now unlocked. Very cool. We cannot wait to see how that unfolds. What did she tell you, dearie? She... I don't know, she just challenged me to a couple of rounds of blackjack, and, um... Freya's kind of, like, still shaking. Um, she... She did something. She, uh... Drew a symbol and, um... And pressed it into my head, and... I don't know, it sent me back here, but, uh... She let me talk to Kelkis, and, um... I don't know, I just... I, you said me to God, but I... I don't know, I thought maybe just like a prayer, or, but like, like I met her. That was beautiful, wasn't it? It was. Hi, dearie, hi. Let me get a look at you. And she, and she takes her hands and uh, goes from grandmother to almost doctor, and she looks you over and she says, Girlie, you are... You are radiating energy. What did she do to you? She says, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me try something. And she, and she goes and scoops some water, uh, from, from a, from a small bucket nearby. She says, I want you to pray over this. I, I, not just any prayer. Present a blessing of Tamora to it. Let's see what happens. And and if you don't want to unpack like a whole prayer, you don't have to. I'll just give you that opportunity should you want it. Um. May. May you always press your luck. Look for the chance to be bold, to to make luck when there's none, to take chances, and may the lady be with you. The candles in the tent, which again has been closed, dim, as gold sparkles, similar to what you saw in the casino, begin drifting out of this small cup of water. And you see tears flowing down Sister Gariel's face as the tent begins to glow, not from candles, but from the blessing of Tamora that you imbued on a cup of water. Oh, Freya. Tamora's got her hand on you. I dare say your powers have well surpassed mine at this point. Ever. I'll always need to come back to you. I'm just glad my old bones could see it. And she and she just hugs you around the neck. Now, get out of here. You've made a mess of my tent. And she and she opens up the doors to the tent again. Any questions before you go? Greg Robbie's crying. 
I'll go take care of it. <laughs> he only does this on Tuesdays. Mm. Um, just thank you, sister. Thank you. May the road rise to meet you. And may her smile follow you always. She, and she places her hand on the medallion around your neck. Says a couple words of blessing and smiles, nods, turns around, starts cleaning up. I will leave and very slowly just kind of wander towards the end in the hopes that I find the rest of the party. Okay. As Freya was meeting a literal deity, um, <laughs> what were you guys doing? Shopping. <laughs> Shopping trip. Going to pick up your chain? Linux would have been going to Stonehill Inn to find Sildar and Gundren and get paid. <laughs> okay. Okay. No problem. And how? Um, yeah. There we go. I, I wasn't gonna remind you. I'm glad you. Oh no, no. I'm actually. Uh... All right. Uh, yeah, you can walk through that if you want to with Linux. Oh. All right. So, Sildar. Uh, you find Sildar again in the basement that has been very organized. It, it's no longer scraps of paper here and there and plans and machinations spread all over the walls. Um, the basement of the Stonehill Inn appears to be a place where he's begun to, to uh, fulfill uh, his role as a member of the Lord's Alliance, bringing order to see correspondence neatly stacked on his desk and things like that. And as he sees you come down the stairs, he says, Oh, Lennox, long time no see. How goes it? He stops writing. Goes rather well. Uh, I would imagine Nundro found his way back. Aye, aye, uh, Nundro did. Um, he, has, he has since gone. Oh, goodness, where, where did he say he was going? I'm so bad with Dwarvish. He's gone back to his people to recruit uh, fresh hands for the excavation and restoration of Wave Echo Cave. Uh, I look around. Do I see uh, Gundren? Mm -mm. It's just Sildar? Just Sildar. Mm -hmm. Well, I would imagine that uh, the Rock Seekers left behind payment for uh, a job well done. Aye. Aye, that he did. And... Um, and and he goes back to a to a safe that has been installed, um, and and puts in a couple of uh, digits on the tumbler, cracks it open, and presents you with a small ornate box of dwarven uh, make. Um, how much how much money was it again? I think it was. I can't remember if it was like six or eight hundred. Platinum. I'm looking. It was five hundred to find Gundren, and we got that. So like this had to have been higher. I don't have it written down. I have the two hundred gold for the orcs. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got that. I'm just trying to hold on. Let me see if I have it written down. Yep, it must have been thrown away on one of the many napkins I've written my notes down on. I feel like it was like it was either six or eight hundred. Tell you what, roll a persuasion check, and we'll see. We'll see what that <laughs> what that does. Alrighty. Oh God, the rolls tonight, man. It's a ten. Okay, six fifty. Six hundred and fifty gold is in this not so small dwarvish box uh, of fine craftsmanship. Gold, just like it's like the scene from Pulp Fiction where they open up the briefcase, just just yeah. like gold on your face. All right, six fifty. One, two, three, four, five. Blah, blah. All right. So, uh, so that's it then. Well, for you all, maybe, but you've brought <laughs> untold potential for growth and prosperity to this region. You don't know what you've done for these people. That does remind me, we we did seek out the. Uh, the orcs that were attacking the caravans. I need to go talk to Hallie. I can get paid for that too. Aye, aye. Yes, yes. Go, go speak with Hallie. Her work has doubled since, uh, since well, you know, since the whole last time and all that. Alrighty. And and Linux, you know, will be forthcoming and evenly divide the spoils once we all you know reconvene. So. 650 divided by 5 is 130 gold each. Mm-hmm. I don't have that yet. Um, and then, you yeah, said make 130? A... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everyone gets uh, 130 gold added. And that's for uh, saving Wave Echo Cave or clearing it. Mm-hmm. Are All the right. uh, Rock Seekers in town? Uh... If you were to ask, Gundren is back at Wave Echo Cave. Okay. Um, and Noondro has gone to... Um, Sildar couldn't remember the name. Uh, basically, one of the offshoots of Gontelgrind that was not destroyed by the eruption of Mount Hotano mm-hmm. uh, to the north uh, to recruit more dwarves to help in the restoration um of Wave Echo Cave. And to recover from being a prisoner of war for a month. Cool. Um, I would like to find... I would like to talk to somebody who could possibly uh, help me find labor for the restoration of Cragmaw Castle. Okay. Okay. Um, so uh, that would likely be with Halia. Um, men, uh, you know, drifters from out of town will oftentimes come in and look for uh, look for you know potential work to be had uh, at the at the miners' exchange. Um, so if you're going to find some able-bodied craftsmen, that'd probably be where to look. Okay. Well, Lucius, I was just headed that way to get paid for uh, Wyvern Door. You want to 
go with me and, and chat with her about that? Sure. So uh, you you all arrive. Palia is busy at work, as always. People coming in and out. Um, freelance miners bringing in what she has. She's passing them off to her to her assessor um, for you know payment and, and things along those lines. She's dealing with foremen coming in and out. Uh, very very busy in here. A um, couple folks in the waiting room, but uh, she sees. She's, she spies you, Linux, and immediately flags you over. I approach. Yes. Uh, it's been a while. Um, I'm sure our presence would indicate that we took care of your problem in Wyvern Tor. Hi, hi. The, the reports have long since died. Um, I guess payment's in order then, and she cuts her eyes at you. I mean, that was the agreement. 200, was it? But Linux just smiles and says, yeah, I, I believe it was 200. Now, it was 100, right? No, it was 200. Uh, it was 200. It was 200, okay. Okay, just just making sure. All right. So she, she says... Hey, Chief! Chief! And one of the assessors working in the back uh, stops what he's doing, stops stop shaking out some more, uh, looks at looks at Halia, and she sends him to, to go to the town hall and get y'all's payment. Cool. So that's divided by five, be 40 gold for everybody. Payday! Uh, do with money. You buy this castle. Uh, Linux is our vax. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> Alright. Uh, what what was your name again? Helia? Halia. Halia? Uh-huh. Halia. I'll be um, staying in town for a while, and I need my manor cleaned up. Do you know anybody willing to uh, to work? Ah, so you're, you're looking to hire out some, some help? Exactly. How long? How far? How hard's the work? It's about yay yonder over there. Okay. And, <laughs> so, uh, so she she passes you a map and you're more than free to mark up exactly where it is. I'll show her where Cragmaw Castle is. Okay. Working on some teleportation circles to increase... Uh, decrease travel times but you know we can build some some housing for the staff all right let's see let's see uh you need us to bring someone in from neverwinter for the teleportation circles we can well, certainly arrange that i'm working on that for now we really just need the uh there's some major repairs that need to be done all right what how 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 major what are we talking I mean, someone might have threw a fireball at the you know all of it okay so it's made of stone though i mean okay so let's just say like there wasn't a couple of walls okay how big is this place like mandolin size it, it was not that big <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it was it was it was approximately 300 feet long about a 
about 80 or 90 feet deep, the castle was, and about 60 feet high at its at its. Linux would have just kind of interjected. It's probably about four or five times the size of Trisindar Manor up on the hill. Big? Okay. Uh, let's see. A project of that size to excavate stone, recut uh, mortar. Uh, you're looking at a team to head out there. Let me see here. That's a, that's a good... It's a good three months' work. Um, counting your transportation and everything. So let me... Let me see. Crew of... And I've actually busted out my calculator here, so... Sorry. So that'll take about a crew of... Your abacus. 15 or so. Uh, 90 days. Mm, let's see. That's... No, they'll have to be craftsmen. They can't be just some larks. We can hazard, cut corners. Hazard pay. There's hazard no pay. hazards. This. Oh, come on. It's in the middle of Neverwinter Wood. Look at it. Oh, it's perfectly safe. Of course we clear. Hazard. We cleared out all the owlbears. Don't you play. Owlbears? <laughs> Did oh. I say owlbears? Okay, so they bump up the hazard pay a little bit. <laughs> We could restore it, draw you up a good house indeed, because I don't reckon anyone owns it, what you've told me. We could draw up I a good it. deed. You know, Do you I have could, a deed? I could choose a deed. I could choose a deed. Okay. I yes. lost it. Very good. I could have Cragmall Castle taken care of for you, and, and you say you didn't need the teleportation. No, uh, I, I'm, I'm working on that. Okay. I could have a crew out there counting the losses that I would have to eat for sending them up there to you. If we could get this done, 6500 all said and done. What are you paying these guys? Well, they're fine craftsmen. A uh, living would... wage? Have yeah, you heard of uh, capitalism? Uh, <laughs> yes, we live in a capitalist society. Thank you very much. Thank goodness it's not late stage. Linux <laughs> uh, just interjects. Talia, surely, I mean, with, with all we've done for Fandolin and for you and your operation, surely we could get some sort of friends and family discount? Hi, hi. Um, roll a persuasion check. I'm going to give you advantage because of what you've done for Fandolin. Ah, no, dude, you, even no with way. advantage, that's a... It was a natural one and a natural four for a total can of twelve. I, can I give him my inspiration? I, I have inspiration. You, know you do have yeah, inspiration. Yeah, th there you go. So re-roll with advantage. Twenty-four. Okay, now we're talking. All right, look. Here's what I can do. I've got building crews. They rotate in and out. I can talk to some of them. I could cut down on some of the. Ah, and she and she and she, you know, she she notices people are listening. She says, "Look, come on, come on." I built up a bit of a reputation as someone who doesn't haggle. Come on back to me office, and, and she'll she'll guide you guys back there. And she says, "Look, my builder crews, they rotate. They're on a steady rotation. Two weeks on, two weeks off. That's how we've always done it. So, if I can." catch some crews 
on their times off, or if I can I can move some things around. I won't bore, bore you with the details, but if we could stretch out this production from two months to maybe three, like uh, pretty healthy into the three month range, we could do it with minimal loss to the mines that we won't have to offset. I could do this for four. 400 or 4,000? Four, four gold. <laughs> four gold. Deal. 4,000 health. Half due, half due to start. And then the other half of the completion of the project. Do you take, like, a, a payment plan? Aye, that is the payment plan. Hey, do you take another payment plan? Roll a persuasion check. <laughs> uh... It's about persuasion. 17. Where... What are you going to be doing the next three months? I mean, we could take it slow. Like, cut corners. It's a circular castle. Don't need corners. I need to know... Listen, if I'm going to be drawing up something like this, I need to know... I need to have some sort of assurance that you're going to put up. Okay, look. Check this out. Okay, I'm going to reach into my uh, pocket of uh, many things or whatever it's called mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just pull something out. What do what? I pull out? I don't know, do I roll? I guess I roll. It, no. <laughs> There's some established things that happen on the robe of many things. Like, yeah, it's, it says, in addition, the robe has 44 other patches. The GM chooses the patches or uh, determines them randomly. Okay. Fine. <laughs> right. 44 other patches. You know what? I'll do you one better. I'm Let's just saying, what? if you roll a 23, I could really use that. Is that what I think it is? <laughs> she looks at your robe. Is that an actual robe of many things? Why, why, yes, it is. You're wearing your down payment, boy. <laughs> Ryan said, I'm getting rid of this problem once and for all. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of him, Rolf. He hasn't used the thing. <laughs> That's true. I do like it very much. Could I, pay, could I buy it back from you later? As long as I haven't used it or sold it myself it doesn't matter if you've used it i just like the the color <laughs> matches my skin that'll sell at neverwinter for a pretty penny i will certainly take that off of your hands and we will consider that to be the first half of the payment fine but do you have a normal robe i could like get the exchange <laughs> so i'm not just walking around naked I'm certain the Lion Shield Coaster has what you're looking for. As she looks at you, confused. I, I imagine she's not expecting you to take it off right now, Lucius. You can bring it, bring it back. I surely. don't mind. I don't mind. I mind. Okay, I'll bring it to you. But uh, but yeah, let's let's get this started, and we'll have uh, we'll work on getting your completion gold. Hallie, you, you might want to take inventory of the pockets before he leaves. I've only used one. Um, 
and it was the potions of healing ones, so don't get hurt. I've I've got a keen eye. I see what it is. And so um and that gives y'all a rough idea of what magical items are worth in this world. I know I, I know where a magical rapier is. If that helps. I where? <laughs> what are your thoughts on digging up excavating bodies? <laughs> oh, get the <laughs> and she just says, get out of my office. I'll start drawing up your papers, you filthy rat. <laughs> Pleasure doing business with you. <laughs> As we leave, hearing that, Linux kind of has a light bulb moment go off in his head. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I just say to Lucius, was it really magical? Last I checked. <laughs> right. So, just just for just for everyone's, you know, inner inner thoughts. Uh, ever since the spell plague came and threw enchantment and everything totally asunder, totally destroyed the schools of magic. Um, enchanted items have gone up to a premium. Kind of like graphics cards right now. <laughs> um, so you guys would be um, essentially you're dealing with the hyperinflated market whenever it Is comes someone to using magical magic item. to mine Bitcoin right now? <sighs> Honestly, yeah. yeah someone All the rock like... seekers, Greg. <laughs> That's what this is. Yeah, the spell plague just produces 3090 graphics cards. <laughs> that's, that's all it does. The spell forge, rather. Okay. Now, I'm not trying to cut anyone's shopping short, but it is 11.30. Do we need to pause until next week? I can play for a few more minutes if y'all want to. Yeah. I got a couple things. Okay. Then, Fior, I know you were wanting to go and do some shopping. Not necessarily. Um, the first thing Fior wants to do is look around... Like, uh, I know Vandalin's not the biggest town, um, but, like, the busy area, um, yeah. I guess the town square. Yeah. Um, trying to keep uh, low-key, but an eye out for um, circus advertisements. Uh -huh. um, see if maybe I can get a bead on maybe where the, uh, the sewer rats might have placed a circus, maybe if... The Bjorn Brothers is in the area. Hmm. The Lion Shield Coaster, which is a chain mm -hmm. uh, sort of joint. Uh, it's based out of Neverwinter and Waterdeep. Mm -hmm. Any correspondence will likely be at the bulletin board placed within. Okay. Um, as you look, it turns out there... Where would they go? Would they favor the potential riches of Neverwinter? Or would they prefer the warm, more low-key vibe of Waterdeep? Um, what, what, what's their target populace? Well, it's really just 
front. It's wherever the sewer rats need to strategically place them. Neverwinter it is then. Um, so you see that there is an advertisement for uh, for the um, oh the brothers. What are Bjorn. They? Bjorn. Thank you. Yep. For the Bjorn brothers and the circus. So they've made it um, as far west as Neverwinter? Yes, they have. Okay. Um, Can although, I... Although, although there are, you know, the sewer rats are going to have multiple circuses. Mm -hmm. Moving about, there is a circus. Oh, okay. How, how, however, the, the Bjorn brothers are advertised as being outside of Neverwinter at this point. Okay. Um... I, uh, sort of... <laughs> Who's working the counter? This teenage girl, <laughs> uh, who is just chewing, chewing on a, on a, on a, on a bit of hay, mm -hmm. just looking so bored out of her mind. I say, uh, hey, could I, uh, could I take this? I'm interested. Anything on the bulletin boards is the sole property of the Lion Show Coaster Incorporated. No. Okay. I'll wait for her to go back to her book. <laughs> Mere seconds pass and she is back to her book. Alright, I try to pocket it. Okay, give me a sleight of hand check. Light of hand, uh, fifteen. Dude, she doesn't even notice you. All right, I'm you, taking. You get it, no problem. Taking it, I go out and I inspect it. Is there any mention of a uh, half elf, trespass artist, or a uh, dragonborn uh, lion tamer? So, this is this is fairly low key. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you this. You mm -hmm. were in with the, with the Bjorn brothers mm -hmm. pretty, pretty closely mm -hmm. and by proxy, the sewer rats, would you know thieves can't? No, I'm not going to take that. Okay. Yeah. Then it's, it's a, it's a pretty generic advertisement. It was pretty cheap. Mm-hmm just uh, essentially uh, an overhead sketch of the city of Neverwinter sure. facing out towards the Sword Coast yeah. um, with a with a rendering of the circus and its many acts uh, that, that will be present. So as far as the races, nothing is mentioned. However, okay. you do see the telltale tense of mm -hmm. each act. Mm -hmm. uh, both a trapeze tent is set up uh, which is going to be in the big tent, mm -hmm. um, and you do see a couple cages sort of sort of drawn up out around the circus. Okay, that uh that fills you with a little bit of hope, a little spark. Um, okay. Gonna head over to the woodworker. Okay. Yep. Um. And you see this old fella sitting up, uh, uh, perked, perched up on uh, his chair, sitting uh, outside of his workshop, just whittling a piece of wood. 
Can I tell what kind of wood it is? Interestingly enough, uh, it's birch. Okay. Real good for whittling. I uh, say a lovely piece of birch you got there. Um, is that from around here? Oh, thanks. Thanks, young man. And he, and he sort of squints at you. Like, like he can't quite make you out. He's yeah. very old. Yeah. Um, uh, it, comes in, it comes in on a shipment I get every, uh, every couple of weeks. Gotcha. Up, yeah. up, up from Neverwinter, the ruins of Thunder Tree, you know? Sure. You wouldn't uh, happen to have or know where I could find a uh, pretty large acorn, would you? Oh, what? Of, uh, like an ancient oak? Sure, yeah. One Ideally. Them, one of them big, big acorns about the size of a, of a plate? Yep. Yeah, yeah, so <clears throat> up to the north, uh, right up the Sword Highway. Uh, gosh, there's a big old bastard. Uh, been there for centuries. Right at the corner of Tribor mm -hmm. and the Sword Highway. Travel up to Neverwinter by the highway. You can't miss it. It's a, it's a, it's a gigantic tree. Cool. The de Okay. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Hi. No, uh, I could. I could order one. If you'd like, I could have it here in a, a week or two. How far would it take? How long would it take me to travel to the tree? How long? How long is the trip to the tree? Mm. You, you guys could be there in a day. Okay. I uh, uh, honestly half a day. Like it is not that that far to to get to where the Tribor Trail meets the stored highway um i um i flip him uh a little pouch uh, well, i put in the pouch um 15 gold pieces okay and i flip it over to him he doesn't even react and it hits the ground next to him. He, he, <laughs> he, he, he didn't see it. <laughs> I pick it up and put it in his hand. Oh, uh, oh. I don't know. Uh, this is something I probably have to do. Um, I appreciate uh, your info. Just have a small favor for me, for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Any, any, any sort of, uh, you know, looks is this is this gold it is are you daft given an old man like me this there's gotta be there's gotta be half a year's wages in here well I respect a man that can uh puts enough respect into wood to uh to shape it and repurpose it to something that it can find use in after after life. Okay. <laughs> all, all I need you to do you know the the group that's pretty famous around here helped save the town not that long ago. Hi, what do they what do they call themselves? Do you know? 
Name the group. Name the group. Name I've been thinking group. on. I have been thinking on this. Uh, uh, yeah. Not ready for this. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. Take it on yourself. Take <laughs> it on yourself. <laughs> okay. Uh, TBD. TBD. Um. Uh, but I know the group. Um. I just need you to pass on a message to one of them. Uh, any of them, really. Um, tell them, uh, the big guy thanks them for the time, uh, for their protection, um, and that he will be back. Um, and he'll find them. Buddy, for this, I'll write up a damn sign. Yeah, I'll don't. let him know. All right. And uh, I quietly i look at oh well i, I step out of his uh, place i pull out the uh advertisement uh mm -hmm. and i'm staring at those two tents that you pointed out mm -hmm. um and i pull out the um tuft of fur the owl bear, owl bear feather and uh, the fishtail and i rub them together and i say i've got to have that acorn Mm -hmm. And I've got to get it. And I head out of town quietly. Hmm. Okay. So, to note, within four or five hours, tops, mm -hmm. you will, as you travel north um, on foot on the well-worn swords highway, um, Easy, easy traveling at this point. Um, you see one of those massive acorns that has been sunken into the ground at some point. Looks like someone may have picked one up an hour or so up the road. I mean, you can see the very top of this tree in the distance, okay. and, it, and it's still about an hour away. Okay. It looks like someone may have picked it up as some sort of memento of being around that giant tree mm -hmm. and just chucked it off of off of their wagon. I mean this thing this thing is is I mean about this big around, you know, about as heavy as a twenty pound dumbbell. Okay. I pick it up. Rub on it. And um <laughs> chuckle. Mm -hmm. And um uh, I say uh, to no one, to nature. Fior talks to nature. Um, mm -hmm. I think Miss Freya has been praying, praying again. Uh, I chuck it in my bag and I hurry back as quickly as I can. Head back to the group. Yeah, I mean, if I got the acorn, I don't need to go any okay. further. Okay. Just making sure you weren't leaving. It no. Sounded like you were leaving. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, before I do, before I, I do, really too. Uh, I'm going to sit down and start a small fire. And I'm, I'm going to go through the ritual of, um, I'll take uh, my dagger and slowly, but carefully, um, uh, hollow out the acorn. Mm -hmm. uh, in the fire, I'm going to, uh, off to the side, put in the, um, the, uh, 
tuft of owlbear fur from the owlbear that we met uh, that I saved. Uh, one of um, Archimedes's uh, feathers mm-hmm. and the tail of the first salmon that I cooked for everybody um, and burn them down until they're just ash. And I'll pluck a fairly large leaf and mold it into like a funnel. And I'll pour those ashes down into the uh, down into the acorn, mm-hmm. and then I'll hightail it back to town. Okay. Yeah, I'll All right. take care to put out my fire. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Only you can prevent fires. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I would probably make a good Smokey the Bear. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you're 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 like the Forgotten Realm Smokey. That's right. Realm. Uh, does that ritual take place instantaneously? About how long do we want this to take? Uh, as long as it would take to burn down into ash those components. Okay. Pretty sizable acorn. Sure. It'll it'll probably smolder through the night and okay. then and then dissipate to a smaller and smaller and smaller pa- uh, powder. Mm-hmm. Um, you all are settled in it. I assume everyone would have settled in around Stone Hill Inn towards the evening. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to cut anyone short. Nini, you've been quiet. Is there anything you would have done? Uh, it was pretty rough for Nini, so she probably would have just went to the pub, ordered some food, and then from there just lightly drinking, two more heavily drinking throughout the rest of the evening. Okay. As everyone starts making their way in, y'all see Nini in a state that y'all haven't seen her in yet. She's pretty heavily inebriated. <laughs> um, you know, as because uh, Freya, your ordeal took hours. Um, ev- everyone's everyone's stuff took hours, and as y'all gather in the tavern uh, of Stonehill Inn, um, y'all. Get your dinner. The town comes in. They they recognize three of you at least. If I'm I, the last one mm-hmm. in, Fior will, will be the last one. Well, in, but... with the exception of Fior. Sure. As long as um, Lucius and Lennox are there. Mm-hmm. They are. Uh, I'm gonna sit down, guys. Guys, I saw Kelkus. Um, that sundial stuff was, you didn't even smoke it. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I met a goddess. Um, I met, I met Timora and I'm going to hold up like the medallion and show them. Did you, um, did you give it to her after? <laughs> and Kelkis no? was there. And Can I examine the a- amulet, amulet? See if, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> see if, uh, like, right, I don't Darius. know, pick anything up, like, see if it's new. So, you go, you, you actually go to grab this, yeah, give me an arcana check. Okay, um, yeah, I wrote a four, so I'm gonna use my inspiration. Okay. Uh, there we go, that's better. Uh, um. Arcana. It's gonna be. Twenty-two. 
this thing is bursting with radiant energy. Oh. Like, this thing almost hurts to touch. You are yeah. just not super familiar with radiant energy. I mean, you, your, your hand is sort of shaking. It's almost like whenever you... None of y'all have worked on cars before, but whenever you <laughs> grab onto a battery cable and you're the yeah. ground, and it just, like, almost like that, your, your, your arm sort of begins to seize up, and you just have to drop this thing on the table. It's just burning with energy. Oh, you melt calcus. <laughs> that was... Tamor? I, I, yeah, I met Tamora. No. Like, for real. I guess that copper piece did turn into tin gold. <laughs> Something like that. You know, the um, halflings think she's a halfling goddess, but I think you know that's not true. Yeah, she she was definitely taller than a halfling. Um, I played blackjack against her. Let me guess. You lost? Yeah, a lot. Been there. <laughs> but, um, guys, uh, where's, where's Fior? Um, he's doing Fior things, I'm assuming. I don't know, we all kind of just went our separate ways once we hit town. And you guys know House Fior. Calcus. I didn't even know, was Calcus a follower of Demora? Yeah, remember? I don't remember much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's one of the reasons why I follow her now. Oh. Okay. Makes sense. I see it now. But yeah, he was he was there. He watches over us. That's for him. Elves get the shaft when they die. <laughs> hey, he, he's just a guardian angel now? Yeah, with a really big gun. I'm pretty sure we just go hang out in a house full of grapes or something. <laughs> <laughs> and you have no idea what a gun is, by the way, uh, Freya. You... You have no, it was a completely foreign weapon to you. Created by Calcus for Calcus. As she's well, saying all this stuff, Lennox, you know, be drinking some sort of alcoholic beverage, just like rolling his eyes, like while he takes a sip. <laughs> <laughs> like, Do I like, notice that? Well, I, let me ask, in an I don't believe her kind of way, like she's on a trip kind of way, or like what, what, crappy luck I've got. My my god doesn't, you know, <laughs> my patron doesn't do that for me. Um, a little bit of maybe Freya has gone crazy. I don't know. Just, sure. you know, let it ride. Okay. Uh, roll a perception check. Freya, with disadvantage, you've had a pretty big day. You might be a little under. Um, that is a 13. Eh, oh. 
Linux seems to be the most skeptical out of out of out of the three others here. Not Linux. to make. No, oh, you can talk to him. I'm gonna pull just out like a regular copper coin. Um, flip it. Ah, you know what? I'll see your copper, and I'll raise you uh, your your cut of the. The earnings and at this point is when I would have slid, you know. That's like yeah. a five hundred thousand percent. <laughs> this is at the point narratively where I would have divvied up the gold, but yeah, I, yeah. I take a, I'll take a coin, and I guess I'll just do a, a d twenty. Uh, yeah, odd, to 10. odd as tails, even as heads. Okay. Uh, that is a tails nineteen. Okay. Um. Let me read what I can do. What did you just make me do? <laughs> you no, just lost I... your portion of the. Uh... We I know we didn't put any uh, like parameters on flipping the coin. Yeah, I was like, where, where's she go? Just... Yeah, no, I'm trying to. Sorry, I'm making up as I go along. <laughs> um. Oh, we can do that. <laughs> that's, that's all oh, I guys, do. <laughs> you mean you don't write out like chapters of what y'all you know? y'all blew up all of my fortune <laughs> the writers are really slacking tonight we didn't get our scripts been done to <laughs> that's practice. it okay forget the coin sorry bad idea <laughs> Okay, um, I'm gonna. You've got you've got cards. One of us has cards, right? Uh, I think I've got some cards here, and yeah, I pull out a playing card set. Okay. Um, how lucky do you feel? Uh, lately, not so much. Um. I bet you you can pull a face card. Alright, so I guess I'll roll a... Well, a d12. Roll the, roll the d12, but as you go to pull a card, I'm just going to kind of like stick my hand over yours for a second. Mm. And so you're going to roll a d4 and add it to whatever you roll. Oh! <laughs> Alright, so... That is an eight overall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he said he wasn't very lucky. Ty Moore does not like him. Yeah, you've got awful luck. Yeah, you're telling I'm, me. I'm going to pull a card. Okay. Uh, and I pull a three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... Look, like, just trust me. This this was a bad example. Tamora is not some conjurer of cheap tricks. <laughs> Linux, Linux Tamora has is... pulled a muscle in his eye sockets. <laughs> Tamora, all the rolling. Tamora is busy putting a giant-ass acorn <laughs> way out in the field somewhere. Sure, Freya. We, we trust you. Just gonna I mean... say... Luck be a lady and pull out my pipe. 
Okay. But, uh, and, and right around this time, as y'all sort of start winding down, a orcish-looking bugbear uh, comes strolling in. Maybe I don't, not strolling in. I don't, I don't want to. Well, I don't want to hold us up any further than I have to. Sure. Uh, but if we're gonna do this, um, what time is it? It is eleven fifty-three. <laughs> in, in the game. Oh, sure. oh, oh, oh! In in game. Yeah. At this point, probably about seven thirty, eight o'clock, something like that. The dinner right. rush would have come and gone. As I'm running in town, I want to run to the smithy. Okay. Um, the smithy sleeps there. Okay. So. Yeah, I would say it wouldn't be all that all that much of an issue because he would be getting up throughout the night anyway, mm-hmm. keeping his his forge stoked. Sure. Um, so you can certainly catch him. All right. Uh, sort of pumped with adrenaline a little bit. Yeah. Um, they. Uh, I need. Uh, hi, hi. I'm. Uh, my name's Fjord. Uh, you you built the chain for me. Thank you. Hi. I'll, hi. I'll... You're the bloke with the chain. I'll get it uh, eventually. You can keep uh, the money that I paid you for it. Uh, I uh, I need something done tonight. Uh, tonight? Yeah. Uh, do you, do you not want the chain? I I will take it. Yes. Um. I just this is uh, very very important. Uh, okay. Um. I mean it it depends, and I gotta I gotta charge you up. Surfy, absolutely right? gotta, okay, okay okay what is it what is it i uh some parchment to, to sort of scratch on it. i pull out uh the acorn and drop it um i say uh i need this gilded in gold gold yet yeah, uh and i drop um 200 gold at, uh at that much worth And you see him, he, he just freezes, looking at that much gold. I say, I'll give you that, another hundred, and this. And I pull out the uh, 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 filigreed platinum pipe that I found. God's been with me. I, um, the gold... This'll this'll be enough gold to gild it. No no question. Um I can't take an extra hundred gold from you though. That's it wouldn't be right. With the surfy, the overnight charge, and the day's work I'll need to miss tomorrow for because I can't work exhausted. Sure. I'll take ten gold off the top. Okay. And the pipe. Yeah, I figured you would. All right. Uh, is is first thing in the morning okay? It'll take yeah. Me, it'll take me half the night to get my forge up to temp to melt all of this. Sure. And I, I'm just gonna sit there and watch him. He sits there, waits for you to leave. <laughs> Seeing that you have no intention of doing so. Guess you'll wait then. Yeah. What you drinking? Uh, I had uh, read something about, or last time I was here, I had something about a, uh, 
uh, a river, but uh, made me pretty sick. Uh, so whatever you're having. Right. Dina! We got company for dinner. Working through the night. Make three batches of dinner, please. And, and you hear her, you know, griping and moaning. Like, company at this hour? You're always working. Work, work, work. Yeah, just, <laughs> and, he, and he just shuts the door, uh, connecting his forge to his home. All right, make yourself comfortable. Yeah. And 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 he moves over to the forge and just starts pumping air into in in with the bellows into his forge. You begin to see the low, simmering red inside just start glowing hotter and hotter and hotter. And all through the night, he will shovel in uh, various woods and charcoals. And, accelerants things like that to just stoke his forge to the hottest he can bear i mean the heat yeah. becomes sweltering mm -hmm. um i'm sort of a little looking to fjord's mind look considering this part of the process the sweat that i've got to put into it i can't do this but i can be there mm -hmm. uh, and the whole time i've got that flyer sort of with my two thumbs on either of those uh tents Mm -hmm. yeah okay um he may have employed your help at some point working the bellows but um you you can either stay awake all night but bottom line in the morning you will certainly have what you need okay uh, this this acorn completely gilded in gold and a completely spent blacksmith Wait. Whatever you need it for, it's beyond me, but I hope it does you right. It's made good. Is this in the morning when he's handing it to me? Mm hmm Okay, I'm going to hold you for five more minutes. No problem. I'm going to run around back, sit down with it, and stare at it in my hands. Yeah. And just close my eyes and... Um, Please be true. Please be true. Please be true. Please be true. Your, your mic cut out there. I did not oh. want to miss that. I said, uh, just, uh, please be true. Please be real. Please don't just be a story. And, uh, take it and I rub my hands all over it. Trace the symbols that my dad taught me, uh, in theory, because we never had this much money. Um, and um, I cast Summon Beast yeah. and summon about a uh, large sheep size uh, um, lion in front of me. Lion? Mm -hmm. And I've got my eyes closed. Okay. <sighs> eyes closed, arms mm -hmm. reached out. Out of sheer faith stories, whispers that you've heard that, that have been told to you time and time again over the years. This is a Hail Mary pass into the dark. Winding your face. You, you, this, is, this is a last-ditch effort to help you in your coming goals.
15, 20 seconds pass, 30 seconds a minute, feels like an eternity. But then, whenever you're about to crack your eyes open, your heart slowly defeated, you feel dense, craggly fur press into your hands. And you feel and hear the low guttural purring of a small lion. Open my eyes to make sure. I just rub it. And hold it and pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) Run around. And then realize that I'm running around with a small lion in this town. So (laughs) (laughs) he he seems perfectly docile in in your hands. Uh, He's he's totally happy with you holding him, but you feel as he begins flexing his you know his claws in in peace and you know being totally cool with you that the claws begin digging into you as he paws like all cats do. I got kitty biscuits. <laughs> Is that what you're naming him? Kitty biscuit? Oh, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was about to make you take damage. <laughs> no, that's what that's called. Whenever they they make kitty no, biscuits, they're, they're making uh, biscuits. Yeah. They're needing uh, bread. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's he's super happy um, with you. Real chill. All right. Uh, I'll bamf him out of existence and smile and walk to the end. You watch as he stretches, and as he stretches, uh, he disappears from his haunches up to his mane. Um, you can certainly march your way to the inn. All of you gathering for breakfast? See, nah, we were up all night partying. Okay. <laughs> Don't No, no judgment here. could not fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Linux had no problem crashing. <laughs> <laughs> Many... Passed out at the bar. <laughs> but me and Frey are still going, and I'm like, yeah, it's like, did, did Tambor, like, mention me? Not explicitly. <laughs> I'm guessing. We go back. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, Linux would have bowed out a long time. You guys see like, your just like back, man. You guys are just I'm rambling. I'm just gonna try on. to like pat his head and like help him lay down at the table. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh So, um, <laughs> you you guys as as y'all are winding down in the morning or some of you are awakening in the morning uh you know the the inn proprietors seem to be very patient with you guys they don't they don't mind y'all crashing in the, in the end whatsoever y'all see fior come slinking in through the front door always like he is never wanting to make a scene but i mean what's your demeanor like at the moment fior uh exhausted sweaty covered in soot and sweat but happier than he's been certainly in a while fior she did mention you by name 
Wait, what? <laughs> um, and I look and I say, uh, Tamora. Yeah. I, um, flip her a copper piece and tell her, um, tell her that I, that Fjord said, I appreciate it. Not interested, but I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Y'all are crazy. Like y'all just <laughs> running around talking to gods and crap. I fully expect them all to take a point of exhaustion. By the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. If you've stayed up all night, three of you do currently have a point of exhaustion. I will I, take it. I don't get exhausted. I could do this all day. And with that, <laughs> breakfast starts to get laid out in front of all of you. Or something of a rallying cry. Maybe a maybe a morning ale is is popped down. Uh oh point of exhaustion, Jew. Oh no. We lost yeah. you there for a second. Oh, what is that a point is... of exhaustion do? A point of exhaustion. At speed? Like... No, that's right. Disadvantage on skill check skill attacks. Mm-hmm. Or is it just okay. skill checks? I think it's just skill checks. I think it's just yeah, skill. I, th I think it is. The the coin of Timora that was advantage or disadvantage on everything. On one. Oh, on roll. one. And you'll need to flip it beforehand. All right, I'm gonna flip it this morning. Okay, we'll save that for next week. Yeah. Okay. All right. So with that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being a part of tonight's game. Uh, thank you for all of you who are following us on Instagram, hitting us up on YouTube. Uh, feel free to follow us at Dads and Dice on YouTube. Subscribe there so you, you know, don't miss any episodes that you may miss live. Hit up our VODs. Well, we don't have VODs right now. <laughs> so, so follow so that we, you know, can, can, can get VODs on Twitch. Uh, again, my name is Ryan Stewart. Uh, thank you so much for letting me be your DM tonight. Uh, hit up the store. Uh, you'll find that link at our Instagram bio. Hit up our coffee should you want to uh, support the stream in that way. Uh, and as always, uh, thank you so much for watching this week's episode of Dads and Dice. Uh, and before we sign off, make sure to hug a dad this week. It could be your dad, your dad's dad, your mom's dad, your boss's dad. doesn't matter because dads need love and dads love you. So long. Yeah.